Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Shelley Harrison, your host of Amplify Your Influence, a lively show featuring professional speakers, authors, and presenters who are on the cutting edge of top-level success in their companies and leverage speaking to amplify their influence and to build their brand. And I know that uh, today you will enjoy our guest. Our topic today is Run It Like You'll Sell It. And our leading man, contrary to its Women Lead Radio, we have occasional dedicated dudes on the show as well. And today our leading man is Wayne Slavitt with the Primark Group. Uh, good morning, Wayne. Welcome to Amplify Your Influence. Great to have you on the show, and let's get into this. Uh, good morning, Shelley. Really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here, too. And uh, Wayne, you know, just to kind of get into this, tell us about yourself and what excites you about the work that you do. Well, Shelley, thanks for um, for asking. The work that I do is I help take business owners from the level they're at now to a higher level of maximizing the value of their business and to prepare them for what arguably is one of the most important events in their lives, and that is the sale of their business. Yeah, and, you know, when I was thinking about this this morning, you know, I have my own company, which is Luminary Leaders, and when I think about, okay, how am I, you know, once I get to that point of selling it or, you know, doing something with it, what does that look like? And, you know, when do I start? I mean, I know I'm going to be going for another 10 years, so I've got a ways out. Uh, but it's always interesting, you know, because there are companies out there that you and I both know that, you know, sometimes they're just not, they either wait to the last minute or they're just not prepared. Um, you know, you talk about working with companies to maximize value of their business. And I'm curious, Wayne, what do you enjoy most about solving this for companies that you work with? Well, so let me frame it this way, Shelley. What I get to do, I'm really lucky I get to do this. I get to take companies from what I call point A to point Y, and I get to, <laughs> I get to deliver to them an outcome that they never thought was possible. So what we really focus on is how can we grow the value of the business? How can we maximize the value of the business? Or in my book, I call it turbocharging the value of your business. How can we take the company that's uh, worth X today, X today and make it multiple times of X when we're going to go out to sell the company down the road? And I enjoy doing that because mm -hmm. most of my clients have not been through the process yet of selling a company. So for them, this is a brand new venture. And obviously, when you're right. trying to do something for the first time, it can be a bit intimidating. It could be a little scary. And a lot of times, people then decide to put off the plan of preparing for the business because it's such a daunting task in their mind because they've just never been through it before. So I kind of just walk through mm -hmm. the process with them. I, I, I let them know that it's a very methodical linear process and that mm -hmm. I'm going to be with you the whole time 
And I've done this work um, off and on for the last 42 years, so I think I'm getting pretty good at it. And I try to just <laughs> yeah, you're, develop you're very a process. Yeah. yeah, I just try I just try to develop a process that the owner is going to be able to understand and be able to put into play with my help to get them to a better outcome. Yeah. You know, what I what I was thinking of when you were mentioning that is, you know, think about people that wait to, you know, if they have a trust that they want to put into place. You know, they mm-hmm. they procrastinate, they, you know, they they don't know what they don't know, and I think it's important mm-hmm. For business, too, you know, where there, there have to be, and, and I know you talk about, you know, someday people will not own their business. Anybody that has a company right. that, you know, they have legal documents out there that constitute a business, but someday they will not own it, right? Exactly right. And that's the one guarantee I yeah. can make to every client. I don't care if you're, in, if you're in a service business, if you're manufacturing, if you're a distributor, if you're in transportation, I can guarantee every single business owner this one fact, and that is that one day you will no longer own your business, guaranteed. And, yeah. you know, we say, this in the, yeah. we say this in the exit planning business, Shelley. We say you're either going to exit your business vertically or horizontally, one way or another. One day you're not going to be the owner of your business. So, so if you, knew, if you know right. that that's going to happen, if you know that that event is going to happen, then shouldn't you at least plan for it? And that's what I argue to my clients. Let's plan for the event that we know is inevitable. It's going to happen. So why not put yourself in the very best position for that eventuality? Yes. And I know that you work with a lot of companies that, well, the companies that you work with are over $5 million in in, uh, annual revenue. So what about those companies? We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, those companies that don't quite make, you know, that, that much annually. What are some of the recommendations that you have for them, knowing that, you know, these are not the types of companies that your system is or, or the work that you do is um, kind of a little bit different than for these, you know, for these businesses? Sure. So, so the, the process that I teach, the process that I promote, the process that's in my book we're going to talk about in a little while, um, applies yeah. to small companies also. So even if you don't meet the $5 million revenue threshold that my company is set up to start with, it does not mean you can't implement a lot of the items that I promote, especially in the book. So what I recommend to business yeah. owners is get a copy of the book. It's 140 pages. It's going to take you a couple hours to read. I, I can guarantee you, by the way, Shelley, it's not going to win a Pulitzer Prize. It doesn't have a sad or happy ending. It's just a business book. Yeah. And the business book will methodically walk you through the process of the various things that you can do to put your company in the best possible light when talking to potential buyers. So I really uh, recommend the book. Mm-hmm. I really recommend the book. It's, it's, it's written for business owners. And in there, you will, you will gain knowledge. You will, you will be exposed to things you might not have thought of before in preparing your business for sale. And I'll tell you the other thing I mm-hmm. use the book for. I use the book as a conversation starter. So to the business mm-hmm. owner who That's knows great. one day he or, he or she will no longer own his or her business, at least let's get the conversation started. So I just start asking a series of questions. Have you thought about this? Have you given any consideration to that? When you get to this point, yeah. what will you do? And so this, it, the book becomes mm. a conversation starter that enables a business owner to do the most difficult part of any major project. And whether it's selling your company or whether it's starting a new product line, whether it's taking on a new employee, 
The most difficult part of a, of, a, of a difficult business decision is getting the ball started, getting the process started. Yeah. So what I try to do right. is I tell company owners, let's at least make a promise. Let's at least agree that we're going to start today, today, not tomorrow, but today. We're going to start today on preparing your business for sale. And if I can get a business owner to at least yeah. say, you know what, Wayne, you're right. I've been putting it off. I've been procrastinating. I've been waiting until the magical tomorrow, which I keep putting off till the next day <laughs> and the next day. Yeah. Let's at least get started today. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's a good first step, right? It's a good baby step for a business owner. Oh, I agree. I agree. You know, because there are those people that are on the fence that think, you know what, I don't have time for this. I'm not ready. You know, even though they, you know, if they're at the, the point of they need to sell their company within a few years or they need to sell their company, you know, in 10 years, whatever that magic number is, I think having the the mindset of, you know, just being prepared and doing the activities mm-hmm. that it takes to get your, you know, your company positioned so that you can eventually sell it. And I know that that's the work that you love doing because you see kind of that 50,000 foot level. And, and I, you know, I've heard you, I've watched you and I've read your book and, and I know that that kind of work, it takes a very um, keen, brilliant business person to be able to do that. And I know, you know, with you, when you see those people that are on the fence, what, what do you have to say for them? You know, in terms of people that are on the fence and just not, not thinking clearly about what needs to happen. Well, sure. And, and by the way, if a business owner is ambivalent, I'm not critical of that. I, I, I've been there. I've started, as you know, numerous companies. I've sold them. And I understand what it's like to be a business owner and to have a, a, a list of things that have to get done between now and 11 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then who, who has time yeah. to throw another big project at a business owner and try to tackle that? But here's the example I give, and you've heard this before. And the question I ask a business owner is if you woke up this morning and said, I think I want to sell my house, would you immediately mm, put a for yeah. sale sign in the front yard? Or, or instead, <laughs> would you contact mm-hmm. a couple of real estate brokers? Would you invite them over to tour your house? Would you create a punch list of the various items that you need to fix? For example, new landscaping or fix the stain in the carpet in the front bedroom or the chip right, or the kitchen needs to be replaced. Yeah, so yeah. you would put together a list of things that you would want to fix before, before you invite any business, any buyers over to your house to look at, the, at your house. So if you would do yeah. that, if you, if you would go through that process of planning for the eventual sale of your house, why wouldn't you go through the same kind of process for what is arguably a much more valuable asset, and that's the value of your business? So that's, that's the right. analogy that's I give you. That's a great when example. When people hear that, they, they say, oh, my gosh, Wayne, you're right. I need to do that. Now, here's, here's an, another statistic I want to give you, Shelley. And according to okay. the Exit Planning Institute, four out of five company owners who attempt to sell their business are unsuccessful. Four mm. out of five. Wow. Almost 80% of the companies that go to market every year are unsuccessful. And do you know what the reason is? And the number one reason, Shelley? They're not prepared. It's lack of preparedness. Exactly. Yeah. You've been a good yeah. student. You've been a good mm. student. You know the answer. <laughs> and I, so, yeah. And, and you know what? <laughs> no, and I'm going to be a really good student because we have to go to a commercial break right now, and then we'll pick up exactly where we left off. 
So we're going to go to a quick break uh, for our sponsor. And coming on is the CEO and co-founder of Connected Women of Influence, Michelle Burquist. Thanks, Shelley. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. So thank you for your support, National University, and the thank you to all of our sponsors and partners, just like you, Ms. Shelley Harrison, from the Luminary Leaders. And um, now, back to your show. Great. Thank you so much, Michelle, and thank you to National University for their sponsorship. And now we're back to Amplify Your Influence, and with us today is Wayne Slavitt. And Wayne, we're going to pick up right where we left off. We were talking about preparedness. So let, mm-hmm. let's kind of open that conversation again. Perfect. Let me, let me give you another analogy that I think will really frame the situation in the minds of the listeners, and that is this. Okay, yeah. If you, if you, if you look at a runway at an airport, if, if you have a rather short runway, you are limited on the size of the airplanes that can land or take off on that runway, right? That makes sense. Oh, that's right. Yep. So, uh, so if we look at a runway as being the, the length of time you're going to devote to preparing your business for sale, the longer the runway, the more, in other words, the more time you can allocate toward this, the bigger the plane, or let me use this as, a, as an um, analogy now, the, the larger right. the value, the more value add I can put onto your business. So a company that's worth, let's say, $10 million if we can spend three to five years, which as you know is my ideal time to spend preparing a company for sale, if I can have those right. three to five years, I can take that $10 million value and maybe make it 18 or 20 or $25 million. That's a, Yeah, that's a significant jump. I mean, and really, it's, it's really going in, and, and I say forensically, and, and I don't know if that would be an appropriate word, but really forensically looking at the kind of the condition or health of that company and deciding, you know, okay, these are the things that need to be, you know, worked through quickly, and then there are those things that are going to take two to three years to improve or longer, sure. right? Wouldn't you sure. say? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some, some programs, you mentioned earlier about a trust, you know, so if we're going to do some tax planning, it's going to happen not just in the first year. It's going to take usually a couple of cycles for us to be able to create that structure with the help of a, a good, strong tax and trust attorney, and it's going to, and it's yeah. going to take some time. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what we focus on, Shelley, and, and I, I know that there are business owners who are listening thinking, God, it sounds so complex. It sounds so involved. It sounds like such a big time commitment. How, how do we really focus on what's going to make the biggest difference? And I look at just two variables in the company. I look at the, the profit the company is generating, because if we can grow the profits, we know we're going to grow the value. And then we know that, that the earnings are we call we call EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. That's kind of the currency that we use in the exit yeah. planning world. We're going to multiply right. that by a, a multiple, an EBITDA multiple. And that multiple mm-hmm. is really based upon the amount of risk that a company has present in it. So obviously the more risk yeah. a company has, the less it's worth. Because when you're going to sell your business, a buyer is not buying your past. 
A buyer is buying the right to own your company into the future. So if there's a lot of risk, yeah. a, bus- a potential business owner is going to have difficulty predicting the future. So what I put together, Shelley, and this has happened over the years through my experience, I've developed my own proprietary risk assessment tool that looks at about 145 questions in the company. I ask a yes or no question to a business owner, and through that process, we explore 145 questions, about 22 different areas in the company, and from that, we then identify those areas of risk that a buyer is going to have issues with if we go into a transaction with the buyer. I try to go Mm -hmm. up front proactively. Let's try to predict those. Let's try to identify those before we talk to anyone. So we're trying to figure out where there's problems, and we identify those problems, and then we develop a prioritized action plan with the owner to address those issues and hopefully, Shelley, eliminate them. Because if we can go into a transaction with a buyer Mm -hmm. with as few of risk areas as possible, the buyer's going to look at the company and say, holy smokes, this is a very good company. I need need to own that company, and I'm willing to pay a premium for it, which is what we want to do. Right. Right. And, you know, being transparent, I think, you know, there are companies out there, like I know my, the company that my husband works with, they just recently purchased another company. And Uh we just found out uh, last week, or they found out that one of their biggest clients from the company that they acquired is being also purchased. So now that $2 million of, or whatever that company was worth, you know, now they're losing that piece of it. So that would have been something that would have been good to know, you know, when yep. when my husband's company bought, you know, the right. the, the other company. So it's it can be it can be an an eye opening experience, I'm sure. And I know oh, yeah. with your yeah. book Yeah, with with your book, I think, you know, just getting it out there and, and having people read it, it just kind of, like you said, opens the conversation. It starts. And, and I uh, would love for you to tell our, our listeners, where can they find your book? Great question, Shelley. Thanks for asking. My, my website is okay. going to be the easiest place. You can certainly buy it on Amazon. Just in the, in the search window, you just type in run it like you'll sell it, run it like you'll sell it, and it will take you there, and you can purchase the book either in um, hard copy or in, um, in um, Kindle format. Kindle, But if you, yeah. want to go, if you want to go to my website, and the website is www.primemarkgroup. It's all one word, prime, P-R-I-M-E-M-A-R-K, group.com. Click on the, the button that says The Book, and it will take you to the page. And if you are a company owner Perfect. with revenues of at least mm-hmm. $5 million, just fill out the form. We're happy to send you a free copy of the book. If you're a professional, a CPA, an attorney, a banker, a wealth advisor, anyone who may have clients with revenues of at least $5 million, also fill the form out, and I will be happy to have a book sent to you also. So that's the way to do it. If you, if you certainly don't meet that criteria, um, you can purchase one. Happy to send one out to you. Um, and then after you read the book, let me know what you think of it. Let me know what your impressions are. Let's start a dialogue. Yeah. You, you don't need to. You don't need to be a client for me to have a conversation with you. I'm happy to talk to you about the process in more detail than we're able to today. Um, and let's at least get the conversation mm-hmm. started. 
Oh, I love that you offer that, you know, because there are a lot of companies out there, Wayne, where, you know, there are some that, you know, like my company, I know, I mean, I, I would love to be at 5 million, uh, you know, we're not there. And, you know, uh-huh. just having that initial conversation with a company or a business owner like myself or many others out there that, you know, that are thinking, gosh, you know, I don't, I don't have those kind of sales or, or revenue. However, you know, they would love to read the book. And I think it's going to definitely give them some insight um, because, like, like I said, I've read it myself. And, you know, it, it's comprehensive and it gives great ideas and, you know, the, the philosophies and things that you go through. And, and the analogies that you gave with the runway and also, you know, the, the sale of a home, I mean, those are perfect examples of, you know, what, what people should be thinking about when they own their own company and knowing that eventually they're going to sell it. So, correct, correct. So we're going to – And, and, and you, yeah, know, you know, yeah. Shelley, you've heard me say this before also, is the sale of a business typically represents the, the most important liquidity event for the business owner. It's, it's the chance to be able to take an asset that, that um, has been sitting illiquid for a long time and be able to create that liquidity event. So, so in yeah. my mind – we only have one chance to do it right, and I want to swing for the fences. I want to, I want to hit a home run when mm-hmm. we take on every project we take on. And the, the, the way to do that is to get the Absolutely. process started and to have a frame. So anyone out there who doesn't quite qualify for the $5 million, or even if you are over $5 million, and just want to have a conversation, want to pick my brain for a half an hour, I'm happy to do that, especially people who are friends of yours, Shelley, who are listening to the radio oh, show, who are them. trying to improve yeah. themselves, who are trying to get better. I'm happy to offer that as a as a as a benefit. Oh, that that is wonderful. That that's such a great offer. And and like you said, you know, Wayne, just opening up that conversation and really, it's going to set them on track to where you know they can start to you know really plan for you know whether it's three, five, ten years down the line. It it it'll give them peace of mind. I think is Absolutely. is how I Absolutely. look at this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, part of part of our work that we do also, Shelley, is what we call the gap analysis. And the gap analysis oh, yeah. helps yeah. helps identify where we have holes that we need to fill on value. Where an owner might say, you know, I need to sell my, or I need to have X number of dollars available after I sell my business to be able to live on. And and then we say, oh, okay, yeah. that's great, but is your company worth that much? And we go through the process to figure mm-hmm. out you know, what we think we can sell the company for. And if that's not adequate, then we have to back up even further and say, well, if the company's not worth what we need it to be worth, then maybe we need to figure out what we, what we have to do to improve the earnings or lower the risk of the company, those two mm-hmm. variables I mentioned, to be able to yield a higher value that's going to give the owner the proceeds that he or she needs when they sell the business. So, it, it, yeah. you know, I don't want to get complicated math and you know, do a lot of math on the, on the show right now, but it is a math calculation. And the most important thing is I want to make sure that when we do go to sell the business and go to the market and end up selling the business, that the owner is happy with the amount that we're getting for their business so they can go do the things they want to do, whether it's to retire and, you know, play golf and travel, be philanthropic, <laughs> maybe start, maybe yeah, start a new that, business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that takes planning. You know, if they're a company owner and, you know, and they eventually, you know, plan to sell their business, you know, it's important what do they need to live on, you know, because having a business, there are certain ways that you can set up a company so that it does sustain, you know, your your life expectancy and, you know, the the lifestyle that you want to achieve or, or have 
after, you know, either before or after, you know, because right. I, I think a lot of business owners, you know, they're so I'm busy working in their business that sometimes they don't work on their business. Would you uh, agree? It's very true. It's very true. <laughs> and, you know, today, oh, yeah. you, know yeah. th- you know, this is Monday. You know, Monday morning so busy for people. But guess what? For a business owner, every hour of every day is busy. And so you're totally right. We want it them is. to work on their mm-hmm. business, not just in their business. But I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about not mm-hmm. having enough, you know, not selling a business for enough. I was at, I was at Walmart a couple mm-hmm. of months ago. And you know how they have the senior yeah. people greet you when you come into Walmart. And oh, yeah. I just started up a conversation. <laughs> I started a conversation up with this gentleman. And I said, "What is it you're doing working at Walmart? Why? How, how did that all happen?" He said, "Well, I sold my business and I didn't get enough money. And and oh. now he's now he's got to work at Walmart because he doesn't have enough oh. money to live on. And that, of course, is mm-hmm. tragic. And that so that's the kind of thing that I work for." to make sure we don't have that situation, or instead, I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, going from point A to point A, making sure that when mm-hmm. that magical time comes, when you've turned the keys over to your buyer, that you're getting the adequate amount of money to be able to live on and enjoy life. That's such a good point, and, and thank you for sharing that, Wayne, because I think a lot of people, you know, we're working so hard in our businesses and in and on our businesses, and hearing that is like, you know, there is a solution. You know, we don't know what we don't know, but once we're informed, we read the book, we, you know, have that conversation with you, I think that's going to be kind of that, that now it's setting the foundation for success. And a lot of companies, you know, they, they've got to do something with them. And, and I think uh, having you on the show has been such an inspiration you know, just oh, learning you. about your background. Yeah, and, and I, want, I know we only have a few minutes left, but I want to talk about, we're, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We know about the book. We're so happy that, you know, that you've launched your book, and, and I was involved in some of the, the campaign that, that we uh, did with your book. Um, yeah. But I want to talk about your Sue Talk. I know that uh, recently we were in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. you are a coveted, dedicated dude, and did your Sue Talk on the Sue Talk stage. What was that experience like when you were on stage? Well, as you know, I'm a very bashful person and don't like attention, Shelley, right? So um, <laughs> um, it, was, it, was a great, it was a great experience. But, but bef- even before mm-hmm. the stage, the Connected Women of Influence who run this Sue Talk program – was, it was so dialed in. It was so well organized. And um, from the very yeah. beginning, oh, when, we, when we started working on my topic, I was assigned a professional coach. I actually had two professional coaches working with me. And they were yeah. incredible in terms of helping me reduce my message down to um, an efficiency of words, I called it. And then, uh-huh. you know, as you, as you know, the Sue Talk is presented with no notes no teleprompter, no PowerPoint. You have right. to memorize every single word, memorize. which is, is very, very <laughs> difficult. But up on the stage, and my talk, by the way, you was did it. the right you thing. Did it. And I was, yeah. I was so fortunate to be invited as the only dedicated dude of the evening. And, and of course, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And the message of doing the right thing was so great because I was able to tell stories of my background, of opportunities when I was put into a situation with a client um, and had to make a decision of what to do. And, and I will tell you, um, there, there, as you know, in my background, there have been times when I work for some pretty 
questionable people, you know, people who were so invested in their mm-hmm. company, they lost sight of, of ethics sometimes or morality. Um, you know the story oh, I yeah. told about the gentleman who had a loaded, sawed-off shotgun he kept under his desk and yeah. knocked a contractor oh, yeah. unconscious for shoddy work. These are people I worked mm-hmm. with. These were, these were people who employed yeah. me or, helped, or asked me to help get their company prepared for sale. And, and those are colorful stories. And I will tell you, most of my clients don't yeah. have loaded, sawed-off shotguns under their desk. Most of my clients do <laughs> not, not, do not right? punch people out yeah. if they disagree with them. But, but I was able to tell yeah. stories. And to me, that's yeah. a fun way of being able to, to give an example of something, to paint an, an idea of what happened. Um, and I've been so lucky, Shelly. My career has been so varied. Mm-hmm. I've had such incredible experiences. And I get, I get to bring these stories into each and every assignment when it's relevant and be able to share with a business oh, owner yeah. those experiences. And that to, me is, that, to me, is what makes it all fun. Oh, absolutely. And your Sue Talk video will be available probably within the next month or two. I, I can't uh-huh. wait to watch it again. Uh, it'll be yeah. available on YouTube, and we'll, you know, we'll push it out there too. Um, sure. We have just about a, not even a minute left, Wayne, but I always ask women about self-care. Can you kind of quickly, what is it that you do for self-care for yourself? Well, that's a great question, Shelley. And as you probably know, with self-care, sometimes we don't have time for it or we don't make the time for it. I try to step back a couple of times a day and think of where I'm at. What am I doing? Am I doing the best job I possibly can? In terms of self-care, I, try to, I, I, I meditate every morning and I try to meditate once during the day. So I'm trying to center yeah. myself, trying, trying to breathe, trying to take care. I, I work out a lot, you know, so I, I take care of my body. I, I surround yeah. myself with a great, great support system. As you know, I've been married for almost yeah. 40 years, and I have wow. three incredible daughters who are so successful yeah. in what they do. Um, as you know, I have three sisters. So the example, the example of women in my, in my life has been ever-present, and and I think yeah. I, I, my, my wife keeps me on track, which is really great. She and I talk about a lot of important things. There's no, import, there's no business decision I make without talking to her to make sure that yeah. I'm seeing things with the right perspective. That's great, Wayne. Well, that is the end of our show today. And, like, and I'd like to thank you, Wayne Slava, for being well, our leading man today. And a special thanks to our listeners in the U.S. and internationally. Fantastic that we are in an international show. Uh, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my absolute pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening to Amplify Your Influence with Wayne Slavitt, and have a terrific week ahead. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. 
For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.